Jeep Adventure Days is going on now. Hurry in for great deals on a great selection of Jeep brand vehicles. Now get 10% below MSRP for an average of 6903 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Wrangler 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 6903 average based on 10% below average MSRP from all 2023 Wrangler 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 10-2. Jeep is a registered trademark. Support for the No Good Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. It is the 4.0, ladies and gentlemen. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code NOGOOD at Manscaped. So imagine, imagine you are shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer. Shaving time, your favorite time in the bathroom. Before Manscaped, I used to hate it. I used to dread the moment when I had to make sure my family jewels were all pretty and clean. Now I look forward to it. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code NOGOOD at manscaped.com. That is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code NOGOOD. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Came out bussin', came out puffin', came out fuckin' on your cousin. I do all these fluzes, what's it? Then they daddy, but you love her, you in trouble. I'm the sending, I'm gon' barber to a satin. That's your busy, it ain't shit. I went shopping, left it running, check my honeys, check my onion. We watch cable and my auntie, cause my pop. That's that, man. That's pretty cool, man. I got a barbecue to go to, too, you know? You know what's great? You know what's actually low key great barbecue music? What's great barbecue music? Isaiah Rashad. Hmm. Yeah. Right. I could definitely play. I could definitely play this album in the back. You know what I mean? It's very good, like background, chill barbecue music. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Exactly. I I feel the yeah. same way, man. I feel the same way. I connect you on a molecular level, bro. People are expecting on on this album though, like for him to have a whole bunch of like bars and stuff like that. Like no. I don't know. I don't really expect that from from Isaiah Rashad, to be honest. I just want like you know wavy type of like setting a vibe type of music. Like I first um, thing, yeah, that was an issue. Let me let me let me ask you a quick question. All right. First of all, before we start, we got to realize that it's been five years, half a decade, the, bro. Almost half. Yeah, it's half half a decade since the last album we heard from him. Right. The Sun's Tirade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, great album. Like that's the, I think I think Sun's Tirade might be um I would I would probably say one of the better albums of 2010s of the 2010s. Like one of the better hip hop albums from the 2010s. I don't know if that's uh that's me tripping. All right. but- yeah, I think that's um, what, easily one of the maybe on, on the later half. I, I might be able to uh, agree with you, or I'll shoot you some bill. Maybe in the second half of the 2010s. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I can respect that. Yeah, I could see. I, I could totally see that happening too. Um, 
Man, I, I, I like to be honest with you, I really like the project. Okay. I really like the project. I thought it was it's funny because I said it was just five years afterwards, but it feels like a perfect part two to Sun's Tirade. Feels like he he picked up exactly where he left off. You know, he's finding more individuality into his music. Um, I feel like Sun's Tirade was kind of a lot more TDE than him. And right. uh and in this one, you could see there's there's distinct differences, but it's still also a build off of what Sun's tirade was, both on like a I know I'm gonna start using some some key words here, but both on like a sonic <laughs> sonic level, mm, like from a production sonically. sonically, yeah. Sonically, uh production standpoint, I think all of those apply. Um it's the same as Sun's tirade. It kind of feels like Sun's tirade part two. You know what yeah. I mean? It kind of feels like that. It gives the vibe off where it's like a part two to the to the album that dropped in 2016 or 2015. I like it. I really like the project. I, I think this is such a good, like, just vibe project. Like, you just vibe out, do your thing. That is interesting because uh, Isaiah Rashad was even saying that, you know, you won't find a lot of slower songs and, like, moody shit on this uh, project because he's at a stage in his career now where he wants to find a balance. Mm-hmm. And you definitely see that on songs like From the Garden, which with Uzi Vert. Great song, by the way. Great song. Fire. Yeah. I love that. Man, I, I think that might be my favorite song on the album, to be honest with you. To be completely honest with you, I think that might be my favorite song on the album. Now, I know that might sound crazy because it's like there's a lot of good songs on here. But the way that the production worked and how Uzi came in and filled the pocket, man, was that incredible. Man, was that yeah. incredible. I loved it. I love Uzi on features, man. I really do like Uzi on features. Like, he just does something else. He activates something else when it comes to features for some reason. You know what I mean? No, you definitely are. you definitely have a good point, man. Like, that was definitely up there for one of my, my favorite tracks. Uh, but for me, my favorite track would have to be uh, HBT uh, to you or HBT yeah, to you. Yeah. I don't Great know if that means happy birthday to you or something like that. But, um, I don't know. It's just when I was hearing that in, in my headphones and just like what he was talking about and the whole beat switch up was was crazy, man. It was just like yeah. really, oh yeah, really really painting a picture. Hundred uh, percent. People give you. a lot of slack for 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 going away for for so long, but he has admitted going to like rehab and like trying to get help and better himself. So at the same time, you know, we do want music from him, but you know, I'm glad that he's in a better space these days. Damn straight. And um, giving giving us some good good music, man. Oh yeah! Uh, oh yeah! The senses like it, you know. <laughs> KD likes it. He I even tweet about it. Yep, he even made a tweet. Yo, listen, when KD makes a tweet like that, everybody wows out because they're like, "Oh my god, oh my god, what does that mean? What are yeah. the implications?" It's like, bro, it is rap lyrics. You need to relax. It's fine. Is somebody trying to go after KD. Someone trying to split Kevin Durant's wig. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh man, what are, what are some other what are some of your other favorite pro- or like songs on here? Um, I like SZA and the Six Lakh song. <laughs> score. Six Lakh, Six Lakh, <laughs> Score. Yeah, that was a good song. Kind of uh, kind of made score. me feel like um, it kind of had the the vibes of the score with uh, the mm. Fugees, you know, and, and the Roots, like right. So like uh, you know, I I can, yeah. I can see it. It was pretty cool. I, I also liked uh, that J Rock track. I think he stole. We're not still, but he had the best verse song on the album with uh, that track or that verse right there for me. 
Ooh. I feel like that was it. Oh, okay. Okay. I yeah. feel you. Um, I, I was a big fan of, um, excuse me, what was the song called again? Let me see. Uh, oh, I actually really like the transition from, from the garden, RIP Young, and then Lay With You. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I, I really like Lay With You, to be honest with you. I didn't like it as a single. I didn't like it as a solo, but like it kind of, it built up to the point where I'm like, okay, you know what? It makes more sense in the album. And how many times have we said that with like TDE artists where like sometimes the song, the single doesn't really fit, but it makes more sense when it comes to the actual like art itself. You know what I mean? Yes. It's weird. Very weird, but I like it. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Like I remember when we were critiquing the album at the beginning, or even some of the singles. I remember we did a, a review on um, Headshots uh, for the locals, right? Mm-hmm. And we're both kind of like, ah, I don't really know. It kind of seems like, you know, like, you know, a throwaway almost. But like when you hear it together, like an album, how it's sequenced and everything, it, it makes sense. And, it know, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. It makes a lot of, a lot of sense. But um, what would you rate this album, this body of work, half That's a decade tough. later? That's tough. A half a decade letter. I will say, I truly will say that it does feel like a part two. It really, 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 really feels like a part two. Um, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, I mean, look, depending on what you what you think it'll be or whatnot, I, I rating this album and uh, we do we do out of tens for albums, right? Yes, sir. Mm, it's tough. <laughs> Off of four listens, I've only had four listens of the project. Okay. I would probably give it a seven and a half or an eight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How about you? I, I, re- I respect that because off of, off of the first listen, I would probably put it in the in that ballpark as well too, like around a 7.7. It would have been more than eight for me, but like, I don't know. So I'm, I, I like to hear lyrics and, and stuff like that. But right. to be honest with this project, I didn't mind the lyrical shortcomings. The vibes were still there and everything was kind of done well for me. Right. So, um, yeah, you know, maybe a few more listens. I might get to an eight, maybe a bit more. But um, off the first couple of listens, a 7.7 for me. Okay. Yeah, I think 7.7 is like exactly what I would do. Uh, like almost exactly. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, my man, you watching the Olympics or not? Yeah, yeah, from time to time here and there, you know. Listen, mm. honestly, they make it they make it really hard to watch the Olympics in Canada, bro. They really do. They really yeah. make it hard on you. If you don't have cable, you're not catching that shit online on social because everything it says this video is not available in your location. Um, but if you go on cable, even then it's kind of hard. Even then it's like 15 different channels. There's 15 different things going on. There's no kind of orientation so towards things. it. It's, it's a headache. organized man. it did a horrible job. And I understand they're in Tokyo, but like I feel the pain, man. I you know I'm on the late Gotham schedule now, like late like you. And then the races right now are so early in the morning and stuff like that. So my mom woke me up at like 6 o'clock. On Sunday, she's like, I can't figure out the TV. How do I get the remote to switch over to the HDMI? I got to watch the race. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's literally close to six or just at six. And he wake me up this early to see the race. Nonetheless, mm-hmm. it, it was worth it. I was going to sleep because I knew to myself, I'm like, Andre DeGrasse is going to, he's going to win. I can go to sleep. He's going to win his heat or he's going to do well enough to get to where he needs to be. I can sleep through some of the events like a baby. And for the most part, I was right. Yep. I was right. Yeah. 
Uh, him coming in, him coming in third. When I watched it live, I thought he came in fourth or fifth. But him being in the ninth lane is like one of the worst lanes to be in because you start off on a curve. Yeah, the ninth yeah, yeah. and the first lane are one of the worst ones to do on because you start off with the curve and then you get the getaway. But I don't know if you saw like when he hit the getaway, he clocked in at forty two point seven kilometers per hour. And he caught up to everyone and to got back into third. Like normally I wouldn't be happy about a bronze, but for to come from last place, man, all the way to there, like, dude, yeah. I don't think I could even drive 42 kilometers on some roads, man. Like, oh, that's even allowed, bro. I'm not gonna <laughs> <take it. laughs> um, you know, it's crazy because like, I, uh, I'm not going to toot my own horn. I'm, I shouldn't even be tooting my own horn. I used to do track in elementary school elementary school not even high school elementary school and, yeah. and I, I was part of the 400 or i was 800 meter or 400 meter relay whatever um and i was mm. the i was not i okay. was i wasn't the last guy i was the first guy right uh and i was so scared i was so scared to drop the baton while i was handing it off to the dude bro i was so scared i, I was terrified i was terrified <laughs> of that situation i just remember it so like when we when we think of racing and all that stuff i always think back to that where it's like bro, so I, yeah so you're yeah. telling me you was a runner you was a track star she's a runner she's a track star she go run away Sorry. he gonna pass the baton when it gets on <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, yo, I can't get off this topic without letting you know that Jamaica has officially changed its area code. It's no longer 876. It's now 123. <laughs> For the fastest women alive, man, you know, gold, silver, and bronze, man. So if you want to reach me, that's a number you can get me at, man. My Jamaica number is now 123. The 876 area code is finito, see? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Talk about my family, bro. We had like 15 people packed up uh, watching the TV, man, making so much noise, man. It was insane, man. It, it was crazy. It was crazy to see, man. It was crazy to see. But, man, that's that. That's what that. was that girl's name? So Shakari Richardson or whatever Shikari that girl Richardson, was? Yeah, yeah, Americans. Yeah. She wasn't going to get no place, bro. She's washed, bro. It's funny <laughs> how she got booked for the ush, but the Jamaicans didn't smoke any ush. I'm just saying, man. I'm just hey, saying. Yo. Hey, 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 you bring hey, up a valid point. Hey, you bring up a hey. valid point. You bring up a valid point right now. <laughs> you bring up a very, very, very valid point, bro. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I know Shikari probably sitting at home saying, "Man, all these Jamaicans could stay off the weed, but I couldn't." That's crazy. But hey, it'd be worse too if she was smoking some mid too. She probably like bear cheese if it was like some mid. <laughs> yep, yep. Like it didn't even get her high and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that, man. I feel that. Let's just stay in 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 the sports vein for a little bit, man. Stay in the sports vein for a little bit. You want to hear some um some some free agency gossip I got for you right now? Sure, throw it at me, bro. Okay, man. So according to uh, sources, PJ Washington assigned his baby mama, Brittany Renner, to an 18-year deal, which pays 200k a month. Sources tell Jesus ESPN. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. Look, PJ got groomed, bro. PJ got groomed. Let's be real. Let's be real on this. Um, That... <sighs> She was going to college games, bro, when she was like 25, bro. Like, that is wild. She was ready, bro. She was ready. She knew what was at stake. Man, I, you know what I don't understand? Like, and I, I'm sure it's more intricate than this. I'm sure it's more nuanced than this, right? 
there's there's love, there's relationships, there's having feelings for one another. And I'm sure in between the lines, all of that type of type of stuff exists. Right. But when you really think about it, right. She had a child with someone. Right. Yeah. In order, essentially. To have that income for 18 years, that 200K a month. That is crazy. What child needs 200k a month, bro? Is he but like also also but also like <laughs> no, you're not taking in, you're not taking in, you're not taking in. This I'm girl went in. this girl went through this girl went through nine months of pregnancy mm-hmm. just to like like I, I like oh, that's so hard to me, bro. Like I, I imagine even for like a surrogate, that must be hard, you know? Because you sure. know, surrogates still get paid, but like nine months you carrying someone else's baby essentially and that baby is now just like prize money you know it ain't even like and she 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 did on purpose as well too because like she has videos of her in the car we're not gonna insert the audio because it's just it's just too hurtful but you can go and search it up for yourselves man her telling like how to trap ball players how to trap like you know certain Mm. uh sports figures and players and stuff like that and it's bad man she's literally giving like you know, Ned's a classified school survival guide. Like, this is her version of it. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Oh, my God. For real. For real. Yo, you know what the craziest part is? Like, when they first started dating, I'm like, this is such a, such an interesting, odd pairing. You know? It's an it's an odd pairing for couples. Um, And I was just like, what? How did they meet? What happened? How did that even become a thing? Um. And now you understand. Now you realize why it was a thing, why it ended up being a thing. So, yeah, yeah um, I, I feel bad for him. Hopefully, he can continue to uh, stay healthy, league, man, because he's going to continue to to need that, man. It's such an unnecessary thing that I, I don't know, man. I, I feel for him still, man. <laughs> I feel for him, but another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust, man. <laughs> you wasn't with him shooting in the gym. That's what I'm saying, bro. Not shooting in the gym. Never came to a game. Not an AAU practice. Nothing. Never brought a Gatorade to a game. <laughs> wow. Never ref. Never put a number down in the score sheet. Never counted stats. <laughs> Yo, real talk, man. Never bought his jersey. He probably doesn't even own his jersey. <laughs> Wasn't even there at three in the morning shooting in the gym with him. Wasn't even there training. She don't even. As a guarantee, she doesn't own own his jersey. I guarantee it. Why? Why would you? Why would you? Why would you own a jersey? Why would you own a jersey of when? When realistically, with that two hundred (laughs) k coming in, you could buy any man's jersey you want. You could start yourself a whole ring. You know how these ball players and rappers pass shorties around, man. You know how it yeah. is. They, they fuck with the same group. Yeah, man. I feel that, man. I feel that, yo. And um, I just gotta get this off my chest real quick, man. What uh, Gilbert Arenas had to say about the Raptors? People in America just hating, bro. We live in rent free in their heads, and I'm completely fine with that. And that's all I'll say. You don't want to count that championship and talk about a cell phone bill. People don't want to come to Canada because cell phone bills too high. Thousands of, like where are you getting these calculations from? You guys are making millions of dollars. Don't give me these fugazi type of answers, bro. So I'll continue to live rent free in their heads, and we'll be happy with that. But anyhow, switching over to Perry with the baby. 
Let's see what he had to say, man, about being in jail. <laughs> what what happened in France, man? And the whole world is texting me and then DMing me. But I'm like, yeah. I know y'all see me going to jail. They like, you good? You nah, I'm not good. I'm in this. <laughs> I went to jail a lot of times, right? But they speak English. Give it to my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now this is like my first time going to jail. I'm like a kid. Like I felt like a real kid. I'm scared though. Yeah, you scared of? Yeah, I'm scared of. No English, man. Getting a bowl of rice, man. I ain't gonna be able to do this, man. No. I'm to my real baller right now. You gotta think, I've been moving for two days, so I ain't ate nothing. I'm starving in there. They come in a bowl of rice and a, a milk. Yeah, nah. Did you see what he had to say, by the way, Louis? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was bearish. <laughs> I was at a barbecue a little ways when I saw this him. Man said, uh, this man said they gave him a bowl of rice and some milk. Honestly? Honestly, though, honestly, though, honestly, though, like, let's be real. That's probably better than some jail setups in the States, bro. You ain't getting no bowl of rice and milk in the States. You probably getting yeah, some like honest. mush, some mush type stuff that looks like tofu, but it ain't tofu. Man, rice and milk, not too bad. They give you your carbohydrates. They give you right? some calcium for your bones. Shit, that shit works. That's most of the stuff on, on the pyramid of, of the, the health food chart. You know what I mean? <laughs> I um I I think it's uh it's interesting that you know James Harden was never going to get arrested in that situation. I'm just letting you know. Uh and I think that shows you the delineation between a rapper and a basketball player. Um regardless of the situation, regardless For sure. um you know, it just seems like there's this there's this thing that happens to rappers. There's this there's this thin ceiling, a, a glass ceiling that uh, a ball player can break through um but a, a rapper you know you know why you know what why why it's essentially kind of like that for a bit obviously that we talked about a few pods ago there's levels to this shit man there's mm -hmm. no way james harden's getting arrested. are you crazy bro are you crazy mm -hmm. are you ridiculous right now it's the nba and i feel like the nba is so much different compared to the labels and stuff like that either way you know if in certain ways, you may have power to do X, Y, and Z, but with the NBA, like bad publicity is bad publicity, especially for a superstar in your league who has millions and millions. It's going to directly yeah. affect you. Mm -hmm. Well, with the label, you know, if one of your artists, he gets, he gets to jail and stuff like that, it'll boost the sales a bit, you know, give him more of a street credit. Or if he gets into a certain altercation, like in that type of media, there's no such thing as, as bad publicity because the label's still eating anyway. You know, mm -hmm. people are gonna tune in for the car crash, or tune in, or tune in to see people rejoice and and finally get their flowers. Either way, people are paying attention. But it's just so much different compared to, to bear, compared to the NBA, man. Like that will never happen. Like so many calls will be made and stuff for the label. They'll like sit back. It's free publicity, free promotion. Like, right. oh, we don't have to spend fifty thousand in his budget this month. Oh, he locked up in jail with James Harden. Now we get to feed <laughs> up James Harden. We get free press from James Harden. And we get to we'll make a music video out of this when he comes out of jail. hundred percent. He's gotten so much more fans based upon the whole thing that we talked about his experience being in there, man. It's just I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I think um, it's it's tough to be in little baby shoes because he's at like this in between part, and we saw those those videos of him in Paris being recognized, 
right? They weren't even saying James Harden's name. They were saying Lil Baby. You know, when when Lil Baby and James Harden popped out of that area and everybody's like, Lil Baby, Lil Baby, Lil Baby, <laughs> je suis Lil Baby, Lil Baby. You know, and it's like, it's like, oh, that shows you, that really does show you that like, yo, he has uh, an aspect of international popularity to him which I didn't consider for a guy like Lil Baby. I thought he was mostly just big in the States, Canada, et cetera. Um, that shows you that he's big, right? He's in like this in-between where it's like, okay, he's big enough, but he's not big enough where he won't be getting in trouble for something like this, right? For carrying some weed, you know? Because I imagine, yeah. I imagine, and I'll, I'll, I'll put money down on this. Let's say Drake. If Drake was in that same situation, you think Drake getting arrested? Fuck no. No way. Crazy? No way. Bro, you crazy? Absolutely not. <laughs> Bro. He's, crazy? he's past the veil Dude, of the, the whole law. The whole one call to the to the to the Canadian embassy, bro, and, and it's uh it's a wrap, bro. <laughs> so yeah, there is literally levels to this shit, man. There really is levels to it, man. <laughs> Drake um, getting arrested is hilarious. That just popped into my head, like that's yeah, not happening. While while we stick on the situation, man, with uh, Le Bebe, let's talk about the Bebe mm-hmm. and what he had to say, man. Uh, so we're going on a rolling out. Obviously, we're not going to insert the clip, but man, what are your thoughts? What, what do you think about what he had to say? Um, look, there's no question that what the baby said was wrong, um, and I'm sure he's realized that now after losing sponsorship money, after losing brand deals and, and all that stuff, it's unfortunate that it has to get to that point um, for him to realize that what he said was wrong. But I think I think what really dug him in and what did him worse was the fact that he doubled down on his comments. The fact mm-hmm. that he wouldn't walk away from what he had said or backtrack or apologize. He doubled down. And then... What's even weirder was that T.I. was defending the baby in the situation and saying they've walked two different walks of life. And like, OK, I understand. Yeah, he may have a different perspective on life. He may have a different perspective on 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 things and like that. But also, yeah, uh, it's not good to have an ignorant perspective on things. And I think that's what the baby's perspective was, especially when it comes to uh, homophobia when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, actually mostly homophobia, misogyny as well. Like there was some things in there that obviously it roots back to a lot of the issues people have with hip hop, right? And and music in general and rap music right now. uh, And they've had it for like generations and decades. It's just, uh, it's unfortunate that it it peaks its uh, ugly head out. You know what I mean? For sure, like uh, you, de- you definitely have a point, man. Like a lot of the stuff that he was doing was, was really, really bad. And the, uh, the the interesting thing is, he said a lot of worse things at at that concert that never made made the headlines. But people from the LGBTQ community should definitely be offended. But I think he even offended more was the whole entire globe for people who have like HIV and AIDS, because it's not just people who are gay who have AIDS, like everyone not everyone but like it doesn't you don't have to be specifically gay to have AIDS and for him to say that specifically was kind of you know like I understand how he, he said his apology specifically for that but it could have been better like okay you address that specifically but then don't uh, 
crush your apology by stomping on it and double double backing saying to anybody else who feels like you don't you know what i mean it's like you're doing yourself a little bit disservice and this is not the hill for you to to really stand on man and I don't know, man. It's just weird because people pick and choose battles. Like you have like Dua Lipa. She's like, oh, I'm going to take you off the record and stuff like that for you saying all these um, homophobic slurs and stuff like that. But then, you know, she gets on a record with uh, Pop Smoke and stuff like that, who also has a huge record that's gone global, who says, that all, I don't mess with you niggas because you niggas is gay and stuff like that. That goes rings bells around the club across the globe. And she did a song with that. So when she said that tweet, the label's probably like, oh, wait up a minute. You got a little bit too much dip on your chip right there. We got to roll this back and make sure that we still keep the pop smoke thing. So certain people coming out, like, you know, Dua Lipa saying that, it's like, well, then take the pop smoke feature down then, if, if that's the case. Then then do both because you just can't pick and choose for that situation. You either stand for the cause or, and you know you want to actually be a part of it or... You just can't choose your battles, man. Or maybe she wanted to and the label told her, no, I don't know. Yep. Um, I, and by the way, like, yeah, a lot of this is is above uh, their pay. I don't know, not pay grade necessarily, but like uh, above their level. Like, listen, if a brand says they don't want you to deal with the baby anymore and they're paying you hundreds of millions or hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars, you are going to be listening to that brand at the end of the day. Right. Like the uh, festivals now, right. He's dropping, he, like he's getting canceled from, um, yep. dropped out of Lollapalooza. I'm hoping I'm saying that Lollapalooza or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the disrespect for quest love, you know, quest love getting his, his, his roots festival, I believe together and telling, telling the baby he's canceled for that reason. The baby's being so rude saying, I don't know who quest love is. You're a fan of me. Like, who was he think he was entertaining with that information? People are looking at you like you're a stooge. You don't know who Quest Love is and he's a fan of you. Everyone in the hip hop community is like, are you dumb, bro? Like, are you serious? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you've been on set while he was performing. You come, you, what is what is the roots on Jimmy Fallon? I'm pretty sure the baby's been on Jimmy Fallon before. So it's just like, Quest Love is, is goaded. He's a, he's an icon, like hip hop royalty. You know what I mean? So he's just a lot, a lot of Fugazi stuff going over there, man. Yeah. Um, look, at the end of the day, man, I don't know how I don't know how he's going to maneuver um, through this and try to jump through a bunch of hula hoops to get himself back to uh, positive in the people's eyes. I'm sure now his PR company is going to find a way to do that. I don't know how I don't know what they're going to do, but For sure. it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. There's just so much disrespect to, to hip-hop royalty, man. And, you know, the whole, we always made this uh, basketball and NBA and the hip-hop comparisons, you know, vice versa for both of them. Like, you can't do that type of, like, criticism in NBA. You disrespect, like, the legends. You even see, like, young players that come in, into the league now. You see, like, Trey Young, he dressed all the goats with a mister at the first, you know. Okay, mister first. Not just the player's name. It's so much respect. But then, like, in rap and stuff like that, it's like, nah, man, yo, F you, bro. I'm in here doing my thing. Yo, you had your time, old man. It's like, <laughs> what do you mean, old man, bro? Like, what do you, yo, yo, I'm just so, so, like, you know, angry by it because Questlove's been in 2K games, bro. He's been in my part. Like, what are you talking about? It's Questlove, like, the amount of disrespect, man. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm calm now. Look, man, at the, at the end of the day, um, I don't know. I don't know what will happen to the baby. Um, I'm kind of. I feel like this whole and like to be honest with you, 
I feel like quote unquote canceling people isn't even real. <laughs> like it really isn't real. Um, it's 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 just the word we use nowadays for people yeah. being people being in the in the bad news area of the media. So like, I guarantee you, a year from now, if something happens to the baby. Uh, he drops a single, drops a music video that's fire, does like an album release, all that stuff. Most people will have forgotten about this situation. Um, yeah, it's just For that sure. pe- people don't people don't care. It, I the mean, whole to be cancel honest, culture he, thing he is just outrage, right? He does. He gets away with a lot of things because he. Let's be, let's be honest, let's, let's be realistic. He keeps the lights on on the label. Uh, he they gen he generates a lot of money for the label. He murked a man in, in Walmart, obviously self defense. Uh, he slapped a woman, which everyone just seemed to not gloss over, but the people got over it. Remember that incident with with the fan and stuff like that, and and, and, he, and he and he slapped her. People got people eventually got over that. Yeah, I don't well, know. Like, what's isn't he supposed to be a part of a murder charge? Well, that was self defense. They they try to they try to try to murk him, and and in the state, he obviously is not oh, allowed to have self defense, and he got Scott with it. If not, he would have been behind jail by now, right? He put in so many songs too, right? So, uh, I guess if the label's backing him and the whole all of that, they'll they'll get over this because he doesn't have to go to festivals if he's generating so much money for the labels. Like, I don't think it's gonna really matter to that extent. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, I, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. We're, we're in like a weird phase of not even just society, but like media where folks will get, uh, the, the, there'll be some outrage. There'll be some cancel culture, whatever. But then like a month later, you see them just chilling, just doing nothing. Just same old, same old living their best life. Cancel culture really only happens on social media. So if you have something that is outside of social media, whether it be your rap career, whether it be your career in general, realistically, none of that stuff matters. Um, maybe we have to find a, a new way of, of holding people responsible for things the law doesn't, you know, because I think that's what the goal of cancel culture was in the first place is to hold mm-hmm. people accountable when the law wasn't being accountable. Um, but, but I think we're in a weird, we're in a weird space right now with that. We're in a very weird yeah. space with it because things go back and forth. There's outrage. I'm on Twitter literally every day. You know me. Um, there's literally Twitter outrage about something every single day. That's tough. Every single day. That's tough, man. So I, I, I just, I think I've just, I've been on here for so long that I've noticed it's like, man, we are going to react and overreact to essentially everything. And I'm not saying, by the way, to to clarify, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that we're overreacting to what the baby said. I'm saying that. We are like we are going to a majority of people are going to forget about this in the next year. And it's not going to matter. Sure. It's not going to have anything of substance. Okay. You're, you're canceling someone, but you're not really canceling them or stopping for them sure. from doing their thing. It, honestly, I was the only reason why I kind of felt this way about this, because there's obviously a clip. You guys can go search, search it out for yourself. We're obviously not going to insert it. But uh, Will Smith and Jeezy, uh, <laughs> and uh, what was uh, um, who's the DJ? Um, Jam, uh, Jeff, what's uh, what's his what's his DJ called again? Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Jazzy Jeff, yes, yeah, right. Of them going on like tour and stuff like that, and they like as like Jazzy Jeff was hyping up the crowd, he was obviously saying 
the very parallel things that the baby was saying and stuff like that. You know what I mean? In the crowd back then, but obviously during that time it was completely different. Like he would say, like, yo, if you don't got five hundred dollars in your pocket right now, put your hands down or whatever, you know. If you got ten thousand in your bank, if you got ten thousand dollars in your bank, put your hands up, you know, try to hide the crowd, you know what I mean? Try to embarrass people. Yeah. And they said a lot of the same things, you know what I mean? And the whole HIV AIDS thing set up as well, too, right? But he said that actually in the crowd, and then people were like, yo, I'm, if you don't have yo, put your hands up, right? You know, it's a whole big crowd <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> at the time man so it's uh go go look it up man, and, and, and do the comparison man but the baby is definitely wild in certain situations with with the disrespect but um, um on a higher note yes thanks, please yes yes give, yes. Me, give me some game show music man give me some game show music welcome to today's game and we will be playing let's guess what's in sweetie's mcdonald's meal first up we have just s he's gonna give us the topic that she's gonna have for breakfast <clears throat> what would be on that breakfast meal for sweetie um so so sweetie's gonna have a celery stick um one chicken nugget and an apple juice. That's my mm. answer. Okay. That's my okay. Answer. And next up, we have Rakeem. Okay. Apple slice. Rakeem, what do you have? <laughs> uh, for breakfast, I think she's going to have like maybe uh, a McGriddle, but just with the egg as, as, as the base, like the bun, egg as, egg as the base, um, a hash brown in between, mm -hmm. ketchup. And then maybe like whoo, a little bit of sausage on it and then egg on top. So instead of a bun, it would just be egg-based from top to bottom, sandwich between mm. a hash brown, ketchup, mm. and sausage. That's mm. breakfast. Okay, okay. I'm rocking with you. I wanna rock with you. Yo, I I th I will be honest with you. I feel like so like is sweetie. Big enough to be having her own McDonald's meal? Like, would people care about it? Like, so, so I yeah. went to McDonald's the other day. I saw a BTS meal. I'm like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I know BTS. I rock with them. Maybe it's something different. Let me get the BTS meal. A couple days after that, Space Jam was coming out. Saw the Space Jam stuff. I'm like, you know what? Fine. Let me cop a Space Jam McFlurry. Space Jam meal. Let's try. Travis yeah. Scott? Travis okay. Scott? Yeah. But, but but like if if I saw Sawiti, I'd be like, what kind of what are we eating here? What are we eating? As how will this go down in the south? They would be so confused. Can I get a meal and a sweet tea on the side? Oh, you want a sweet tea meal? No, I want a meal with a sweet tea on the side. <laughs> you want a sweet tea meal? I say it. I want a meal with a sweet tea on the side. It'd be confused, man. Blinds <laughs> be packed up so far. People would be so upset, man, and they would never get what they want. Yeah, that's just... big facts. Big fucking facts. Uh, uh, look, I, I honestly, <laughs> I honestly, man, like, I don't even know what a sweet. Like, is it only exclusive to Atlanta? Like, maybe it's only a, a, an Atlanta. Yo, let me get the sweetie meal. Maybe, maybe it's like, <laughs> maybe it's is like this filling in Atlanta, going through the McDonald's drive-through. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so I, I don't know, man. Look, I'm not I, like, no offense, no offense, really, no offense, but like. I'm not going to be interested in a sweetie meal. You know, I, I know her in passing. I don't know her. Travis Scott. You think like, 
I, I was I was I was half unsure I would get the Travis Scott meal. And I've listened to that man's albums. Same thing with Space Jam. I was like, I don't know if this is gonna taste good, but I, I still copped it. Why would I purchase a sweet tea happy meal? Why? Nothing comes with I it. Don't man. Know, man. Nothing comes with it, man. Nothing ever comes with it. But yeah, that's my whole spiel on the whole thing. But before we go, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? Um, I recently, yesterday, oh, okay, all right. I watched uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox yesterday. Love that movie. Hadn't watched it before. Big Wes Anderson fan. Love Wes Anderson's okay. movies. Uh, it's such a good movie, and it's all stop motion. Uh, so, like, they made an entire Oscar-winning movie off stop motion animation. So I just, I find that incredible. There was crazy uh, voice actors. Like I, th- I believe Meryl Streep was in there. George Clooney was in there. Uh, so just really, really good voice acting as well. And um, yeah, I, I love that movie. It was really good. I've also started watching the Royal Tannenbaums, um, which is, which is Wes Anderson's, I believe his first movie. Uh, it has okay. ben, ben Stiller in it. Gene Hackman's in it. Uh, okay, so, let me look so, at this Wes Anderson. Okay. Wes Anderson is the guy who made Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, I've heard the name before, but like, um, he's a he's a filmmaker, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Ooh, I like the Grand Budapest. So you think I like uh, a lot of his other stuff? So you recommend these past? If you if you liked, stuff? yeah, if you like, um, if you liked Grand Budapest Hotel, you're gonna love everything else he does because it's all in a similar style. It's all shot in a certain way. The stories Ooh. are all very, you know, similar too. So like, yeah, I think okay. you'll enjoy it, man. Is the coloring still like the same? Because like, I really liked about the Grand Budapest, so it's, like it's the coloring right? style. Like, it's different very, colors. Like, energetic. It's, it's different colors for different themes, right? So like yeah, yeah. Uh, Grand Budapest Hotel was a lot of pink, right? Uh, whereas Fantastic Mr. Fox is a lot of like earthy brown and like, uh, and, are they like, still giving the same vibes or an energy that comes off? Like, yeah, yeah, still, like, yes. that's what I mostly care yeah, about. Yeah, okay, yeah. Nice. I, I promise you, when you see it, you'll be like, oh wow, this is definitely a this is definitely a, a Wes Anderson type movie. You can tell. You know? Okay, so between the two you just recommended, which one should I watch first? Um, I would say today? I would say watch Fantastic Mr. Fox and then go to. Okay. I haven't finished Royal Tannenbaums yet, so I can't give you a full. I I just I kind of it was like late and I wanted to go to sleep. So I feel that. What have you been watching, man? Um, nothing too much, man. I've got back into the TV show realm because I've been on my movie uh, realm for a little bit. So I'm like, let's see what's happening into into TV. Mm-hmm. Ever since the hundred finished, I want to see what the CW is going to be doing. So, um, at first, I wasn't if I was iffy about Superman and Lois, but you guys were pretty excited about it. You and you and some other people were just like, "Yo, it's pretty good, pretty good." From what the trailer was like, and right. then um, I finally gave in. Like, yo, this might be corny, man, but like, yo, I'll give it a try. <laughs> but uh, the way they depicted Superman was really, really great. Like, the whole budget from the hundred went into the show. And it definitely shows, no pun intended. Like visually, this is the highest quality, highest grade TV show ever to hit the CW network. Mm-hmm. And the way the writers' room is built, they depicted Superman in in a way he needs to be, because in the fifties they kind of had him as like you know you know the what's it called the nuclear family like mom pops you know kids you know hi miss mr america 
like 70s, 80s. They kind of had him like, you know, with like the Reaganism and that type of like role and structure and stuff like that. And then he had like the 2010s where he got really, really dark. What does Ryan Reynolds say? Like, oh, is this DC? It's so dark over here. And then right. we have Superman be so dark, man. It's just like, dude, that's not what Superman's been about. <laughs> and I feel like with this show, they finally corrected the 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 arrow that needed to be made on the lane. And they're, they're back on, on target with, with Superman. They have him, you know, being in that role that he has to be as like that that contrast that people love him for. But you also see like where he falls short, you know what I mean? As, as a father, you know, as like, you know, a husband, you know, as a mm-hmm. superhero to the world. I'm, that's a lot better than seeing him like you know destroy people and, and stuff like that because that's not <laughs> who he's got to been more of a symbol of hope rather than like tragedy but yeah i'm enjoying the show i'm enjoying the show after the hunted it's up there for me probably it probably cracked my top three to five for for uh cw, CW shows that's not saying much though i got the hunted and probably two men and lois in second to be honest right now, unless I'm missing something that I'm wildly, wildly missing, maybe maybe Flash a third, early seasons of Flash, maybe third. But um, uh, yeah, like early Flash, early Arrow is up there for me. That those shows didn't have the necessary longevity. I feel like the hundred is the best CW show, uh, unless yeah. we're counting Smallville because Smallville also CW. So like you know, so it's a different. Okay, thing. yeah. So it would go the hundred, probably Smallville, and then Superman and Lois. But I would definitely recommend you guys to give it a chance i feel like they're moving in a different direction over the cw network and they're trying to get away from like the soapy like love stories and stuff like that and kind of adopting the apple apple tv of the feel good stuff but with really good um aesthetics and, and visuals so kudos to them kudos to them yeah i agree with you i agree with you yeah kudos to them for for trying to rejuvenate a character that has been you know kind of I don't know. Have you seen the AP24 like lamb trailer? No. <laughs> okay, never mind that. You want to watch it? Now? You got time? You want to watch it before the break? Sure, yeah. Do you like that, that studio or what would you call that studio house? A24, yeah. Okay, yeah. Good thing I, I'll correct on Jamal. I call the AP24. <laughs> that might be some of the most stupid shit, but also might be crazy. It might be crazy. It might be crazy. <laughs> I'm scared, man. I, I, at one point, I thought it was one movie, and the next point, I thought it was another movie. And then it's they like completely switched the script on you in the middle of the. Yo, I don't know if it's a horror. Is this a Jordan Peele movie by any chance? Is this a Jordan Peele movie? Because you know, you know how. That's gonna be the next trailer. We're just like a little, a little girl whispering that song, man. Like some creepy slow. I don't know what's gonna happen, man. <laughs> but it looks interesting. I can say. It, no, know. it doesn't. Stop capping, bro. Stop capping. You're not going to watch this S that looks like a human. Yes, person, I'm going to watch lamb. it. I'm going to watch it. I'm absolutely going to watch it. I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it. I actually, I can't even wait for Pig. I can't wait for Pig. Pig is going to be a great movie. S, you know what I think happened? I, I, I think the husband, I think he smashed one of the lambs. And that's why it's like half human, half lamb. And he doesn't want people to know about it. Because you know, then the truth, the husband looks a little suspect, bro. He's like very kind of cheese. Like, oh, what are you guys doing out of, out of your area? Yeah, so, that's I don't true. know, man. That's true. I, I don't yeah, know what I could. What happened? I don't know. Is it a lamp human? We'll never know, man. 
We'll never know. But uh, I'm going to actually go through A24, even though I called the AP24 earlier. <laughs> I'm going to go through A24 and uh, actually watch a lot of their other movies because I've been hearing good stuff from them. Same. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good stuff about them too. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll try it out. We'll see. Uh, I also, I need to watch the green Knight. really need to watch the green Knight. I've heard a lot about that. So. Oh, I was thinking about the green Hornet. <laughs> uh, no, nah, green Knight is with Dev Patel. It's like a medieval type thing. I'm really excited to watch it actually. Oh, okay. Okay. I might tune into that as well too. Yeah. We got some good recommendations this week. Some good recommendations this week. Yeah. So. People should be busy, man. You guys should be busy. Let us know what you guys enjoy. Yes, sir. Until next time, it's Abortion Milk the Podcast. We'll see you soon. Summer came out buzzing, came out buzzing, came out buzzing, came out buzzing, came out.